What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 318 here on Thursday, September 30th. And let's start off with the uh, pressing news topic of the day. What is that? The fiscal cliff here in Washington, D.C. Because we're facing uh, numerous roadblocks having to do with the federal budget, reconciliation, the infrastructure bill, the debt ceiling. All of it is coming to a head. Um, It's a mess. Basically, it's a total disaster. disaster. The progressives and the moderates. Mm -hmm. And this is not really a Republican-led, like, obstruction effort. The Democrats are doing a fine job shredding shredding themselves. I mean, the moderates don't like what the progressives are doing and vice versa. They're over the price tag. Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema are absolute hard hard nose on the reconciliation. As of now. As of now. I mean, Joe Manchin says that he wants, like, weeks and weeks and weeks to debate this because he, he, he I mean, the original bill, he says, is fiscally irresponsible. Uh, I mean, he didn't say that verbatim, but that's basically what he said. No, he said it is fiscal insanity. Yeah. yeah. That's what he said. So, and, and then Kristen Cinema is just being her saucy self, like... Here's I'm, the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. So... They remember we said that they would not only overcomplicate this on purpose, but also wait till the last minute so they could shove everything in and then just pass it. Yeah. Remember we said yeah. that months ago. Oh yeah. Well, this is yeah. what's happening here, and there seems to be some confusion on what exactly is going on here because there's multiple different parts of this entire thing. Okay, so there's the baseline federal budget, which runs out tonight at midnight. They just yeah. passed. The clean CR... Nine weeks, yeah. ...to extend into December on yeah. that. So there December will be 30. no government shutdown. I'm now, very upset about that. Uh, well, yeah. I but, was hoping for a good Democrat-led... But all that is is shutdown. just we're going to continue the previous budget. That's true. Okay, yeah. that's, you know, yeah, whatever. It is, it is, it is of the, all the options that could happen, that's probably the least bad. Yeah. Then you have what people refer to on the news or you hear congressional, you know, Hill people refer to as the BIF, which is the, quote, the bipartisan infrastructure. BIF. I'm like, is you, it, of is course it, you have to use, like, inside the beltway bull about talking about this. I'm like, yeah. it's the infrastructure. Inside part. the beltway, that's called that. Outside the beltway, right. pe- people think of Back to the Future. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> BIF. And that's the $1.2 trillion one that was passed by the Senate last month, which we were not happy about, obviously. Oh, that has the uh, tax per mile pilot program and a whole bunch of pork and basically yeah, $256 yeah. Billion in deficit spending. It's not paid for despite the promise that, I think Mitt Romney said, this yeah. would be totally paid for. Yeah. Toll f***ing lie. 19 Senate Republicans betrayed us on this. It's a bill. And Good summary. Yeah. Good yeah. summary. But, pretty much, but, but, but the thing is, like, this is the bill that the moderates want passed first. The progressives want the reconciliation passed first, and then the bipartisan thing. It's a question of timing on the docket. No side is budging. And well, the infrastructure is supposed to be today. And oh, that's that's not going to happen. Well, well, to be well, determined. That will pass. Nobody knows for sure. That that would pass the Senate. It will get blocked in the House, though. Well, it's already passed the Senate. Okay. It okay. only needs to pass the House. We ain't going to pass the House. But the House, the progressives are threatening to block that. Yeah. To get their reconciliation. Yes. However... And I'm pretty sure Pelosi said that she wants the reconciliation passed first as well. She's going along with the progressive right. plan, right? However, so the Republicans... It is dead in the water in the House. Not necessarily. If she doesn't bring it up for a vote... No, she is the one who's going to decide. Oh, my but, God. So, but she supposedly <laughs> wants to hold true to her date of today. Technically, it was supposed to be two days ago. And then she said, okay, Thursday. Uh, that, and that was under the assumption that they would have a reconciliation to move through right now. But they don't. So, she's deciding, do we put it up or do we not put it up, right? The progressives said they will not vote for it. But, yeah. but, 
there's Republicans that will vote for it. So, the question she's trying to figure out is, do I hold it, or do we push it through? Because if they push it through, it takes pressure off of Mansion and Cinema to pass something through reconciliation, and they want to keep that pressure on because they want to pass the reconciliation. Yeah. Because then Mansion and Cinema could be like, well, look, we just put one point two trillion in. Why yeah. don't we take a break here? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So, you have that, right? The infrastructure. Then you have the reconciliation, which is separate. That's the and that's, human infrastructure. Yeah, well, which yeah. is ridiculous. There's that's like, the three and a half trillion dollar yeah. bill that's being tossed around. That's the main focus of attention yeah. here. Now, that has like the you said, backdoor Medicaid expansion and or Medicare expansion. Medicare or, or Medicaid. Both. It's both. It's yeah, totally both. There's free college in there. There's daycare, mm-hmm. child it's care. All all, it's all basically like all these social goodie bags. It uh, is the socialist transformation of America, is, all into one bill. Yeah. Now, like you said, Manchin said, mm-hmm. fiscal insanity. Yeah. He said, $1.5 max. Take a listen. My top line has been 1.5 because I believe in my heart that what we can do and what the needs we have right now and what we can afford to do without basically changing our whole society to an entitlement mentality. So, mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. Another real hard sticking point here is the Hyde Amendment. Oh, boy. And they're freaking out about that. And the Hyde Amendment is, which is, you know, basically banning taxpayer funding of abortions. He wants that in there. The progressives obviously do not. Yeah. Along with 90% of the Democrats. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the Democrats are in a total mess here. They can't figure out their head from their ass. Luckily, they got bailed out here and, and passed this CR uh, with some Republican support, which, you know, I'm okay with. Honestly, like, it's whatever at this point. That is the least bad option yeah. of everything yeah. that could have happened yeah. here this week so far. That's, that's like that's option. like the nickel and dime, you know, bill. That's just continuing yeah. what they've been doing. So, you know, you're not going to get yeah. spending cuts. We're fighting over pennies in, with right, that one, right, technically. Right. It's like pennies and everything else is more. Yeah, so we'll see. They passed that bill. And no one knows if the infrastructure bill is going to come up today. Reconciliation is definitely a far way off here. And the last piece of this is the debt ceiling. Yeah. Which is running on a date of October 16th. So we got a couple weeks, and that's it. October 18th is the last day that Janet Yellen said that. 16th. 16th? Oh, 16th. Okay, so it's a couple but days off. the problem is we can't let it get that close to that. No. Because if we do, you're going to see major market sell-offs. You're going to see all kinds of shit going down that should not be in, in the economy. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Republicans are holding strong so far. Yeah. We'll see what their appetite for that is as we get closer to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll likely cave. Yeah. I'm pretty much counting on them caving. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of bad things that can happen for defaulting on that debt. Like, mm-hmm. that's... But the Republicans are taking the right tactical standpoint here and saying... You know, if you weren't doing this, you know, bold reconciliation bill, then we would we would join in, in yeah. lifting the ceiling. Yeah, but you want to spend three and a half trillion dollars off the bat against this new increase of the debt ceiling. So, no, you. Yeah. And, and that's actually pretty surprising that they're taking that stance. But we'll see if it holds up. And then we also find out now that, you know what? Maybe they're going to do carbon taxes. Probably. Right? We have... Cinema, who's saving us from income and corporate tax increases in the Senate, apparently. We'll see yeah. if that holds. Yeah. But the White House is still looking at ways to increase new taxes. Roll that clip. 
on the carbon tax, first let me just say that um, there are a lot of ideas uh, being debated. Um, President has asked members to submit their own proposals, including on critical issues like how to address the crisis of climate change. So I just throw that out there because there's a lot of revenue raisers and re a lot of options that are out there. And like you mentioned, the mileage tax is still pending, right? Yeah. We have all kinds of taxes that they want to do here. It's just totally outrageous. So all of this is occurring while the underlying fundamentals of our economy collapses around us. Uh, we have major problems still with unemployment. Um, jobless claims spiked for the third straight week, which is not good. Okay, We have tens of millions of jobs open in this country, and unemployment is spiking still. So that's not good. You have inflation numbers skyrocketing. You have people ringing the alarm bells on that all over the place, saying this is not a transitory thing. It's yeah. going to have staying power, and it's going to be significant in the long, medium, and short term. So that's not good, right? <laughs> All of this leading to a major collapse in consumer economic confidence. And oh, it hit a seventh-month low. Yeah. And you saw that? those are indicators that usually are precursors of a recession. Yeah. I mean, jobless claims have uh, yep. increased the third straight week, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh not good. We have stagflation, collapsing economic confidence. Job creation is slowing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... Look, it's all right in front of us, I right? mean, it's there. The supply chains are all f***ed up. Everything is, is, you have... It's a total mess. Yeah, it really it's, is. It's bad. And you have all of this happening with the other parallel of vaccine mandates. You have people getting fired all over the place. I mean, we saw... Hospital what, workers, yeah. police officers. We got uh, a lot of people are losing their jobs over this. It's just... And I heard, isn't the fine like $700,000 or something? Well, so... It's something ridiculous. No, it's not quite. So what it is is in the reconciliation bill, which has not passed yet, mm. they're trying to put a clause in there that would increase OSHA's fining power up to... 700,000 per incident for these large employers, right? Yeah. Now, people immediately jump to say, well, this is just for COVID, but it's actually much more wide-ranging, which is problematic. Mm -hmm. Because it's not just for a COVID violation, it's any OSHA violation. So this is increasing the bureaucrat state like yeah. tenfold, yeah. having to do with you know enforcing <laughs> labor regulations, which is a key tenet of communism. I mean, that's like, you know, the government takeover of the industry. That's what they're going to try to do here. And the 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 OSHA compliant... I mean, they haven't even put that rule out yet. Yeah. You have these companies that are firing people. Yeah. They don't and need the, to. The rule doesn't exist. Yeah, it doesn't exist. And it's really, it's just enabling, you know, what these companies wanted to do. A lot of people said, uh, well, the only reason Biden did is because these liberal companies behind the scenes were begging him to do so. Yeah. And now it looks pretty obvious that that was actually the case. So, but you know, this vaccine mandate thing is totally ridiculous yeah. because you have these healthcare workers who were perfectly fine, you know, risking their lives, essentially. I thought they were heroes. Well, that's what we were told. What happened? You know, that's how quick the Democrats turn on. Exactly. But they were doing this, no vaccine. Yeah. Now you're forced to get the vaccine. Yeah. It's Teacher, also telling. Te yeah. Teachers unions don't want to, don't want, you know, are not unison in, in the vaccine mandate either. It's, uh. You know, voracious readers of conservative media, right? 
Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you see in New York they're protesting. Yeah. Big Trump supporters yeah. up there, right? Oh, yeah. It's MAGA country, right? The, the thing that's concerning to me is that all these healthcare workers that don't want the vaccine. Yeah. Like. I, I, yeah, right? I mean. But apparently you're not allowed to talk about that no. anymore because now YouTube has totally banned all content uh, promoting what they consider to be COVID-19 vaccine misinformation and hesitancy. So you can't even talk about any potential yeah. problems with this vaccine yeah. anymore. And, and, Which, I, and I mean the hesitancy. The, the misinformation stuff, I mean, that's easy to... I'm not saying you shut that down because it's kind of easy to dismiss. I mean, you can figure out what the tinfoil hat stuff is. It's not problem. Gonna, it's not going to turn you into a lizard, for example. If you see a video that says you're going to turn into a lizard if you get... Pfizer, you know that's probably false. Well, but well, okay, maybe. maybe (laughs) But the hesitancy part. Listen, that's not anybody's. That that is solely the fault of Dr. Anthony Fauci, of Joe Biden, of all these experts. Joe Biden got his third shot. I'm I'm sure you all saw, and he was still wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. So my problem is great contradictory messaging right there, like in the flesh. My problem is. Who determines what is and isn't misinformation? Know, because right? that term oh, yeah. is wide ranging. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And yeah. you know we I mean, don't have the super long term data on all of this, yeah. right? Yeah. You have now. They're saying get a third shot. Well, maybe. Yeah. Right. You know I have. Do we seen... do we need a second shot of the flu vaccine? That's well, what I'm saying because you know after the after that first you know the flu vaccine is not the efficacy of the flu vaccine is not very high. Well, to be fair, so, you get the flu vaccine every year. Well, so for sure, it's a great comparison. But but you get it every year. But after six months, are we going to get a second one? Why not? Because you well, know the efficacy rate goes from like fifty five to like probably thirty eight after six months. Yeah. <laughs> I, so if we're going by I personally this narrative don't like here, the, the flu vaccine comparison there because it's kind of different. So the flu is very seasonal. Whereas yeah. COVID has proven to be not really susceptible to those ebbs and flows. Because, yeah, you know, during true. the summer, yeah, yeah. you know, the flu is not as prevalent, no, right? So no. you have a flu season, yeah. which runs from about now until, what, until like, about April. april You know, yeah. May, maybe in the northern states because it's still cold. Yeah. But COVID here, now they're saying, oh, well, you know, every six months you're going to have to get a booster. And I'm like, well, I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm not going to get a booster. Well, you got the Johnson & Johnson anyway. Yeah. They're going for a second shot, potentially, of that. Yeah, but it's go- it's, uh, it's not going to be approved for our age group. Remember, it's only going to be approved for 65 and older and autoimmune issues. Well, that's not necessarily right? true because the Pfizer now is oh, basically... 5 to 11? I saw that. No, no, no. They haven't done the kids stuff yet. Uh, that's that's a oh, separate geez. additional like beginning approval. I'm talking about just the booster. Oh. It's yeah. now anyone over 18... Oh, it really? has potentially any underlying health issues. Oh, any. Okay. So it's like essentially okay. we're back to like remember back remember vaccine swear, group yeah, 1A. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're now we're back, back to we're 1A. Back to that again. Okay. And cuz I remember that FDA panel did not was not all about that booster. Well, so here's for the youngins. I did some research. Well, I, say I did some research on that. Yeah. And it's not due to a major concern of of like total disasters, side effects or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. It's that one the the percentage of protection that the booster provides for people under 50 without any underlying health issues, issues is not it's, huge. Okay. But Uh-oh. I did some further reading. Uh-oh. Did some further reading. One of the biggest reasons, apparently, is that if they were to reopen it up, it would immediately make close to 60 million people eligible for another shot. Uh-oh. And when they did a study, it was about... 
75% of those people said they'd be willing to get a booster. Uh-oh. Okay. So now you're talking about, you know, tens and potentially hundreds of millions of doses here. Yeah. And they're like, well, we don't know if we can justify this when, you know, it only provides an additional maybe 20 to 30% of protection for this group when the rest of the world has not gotten okay. their shots well, yet. Well, too bad. And to me, that's like, okay, well, I don't give a f- about that. Yeah, I don't like, care either. Like, like if it's going to give me some additional protection, yeah. okay, I'll okay. probably take it. I'm deciding whether or not to take it right now. I haven't decided yet either okay. way. I'm kind yeah. of in between. Yeah. But I did decide that if I'm going to get it, it's going to be before I go to Vegas because Vegas is a COVID cesspool right now. Oh, probably. So yeah. either I'm going to get be it careful, now right? or I'm not. Yeah. But I haven't decided yet. Yeah. We'll see. But... You know, basically all of the underlying health conditions that were in phase 1A when the, f- the vaccine first came out, you can get it now. Mm. So that's that's the lead that they're burying. And it kind of came across that it was like a, a super safety concern issue where it's not really that. Okay. That was my concern. I was like, well, if yeah. there's major safety concerns, you know, I'm not going to do this. Oh, yeah. But then yeah. I read into it. The reactions to the third shot are no worse than the second. Oh, that's fine. Right? Yeah. Um, it's like a bad hangover. It was like a bad hangover for me. Yeah. And I mean... That in, lasted six hours. In younger men, like ages like 18 through 24, there's there's a little bit of an issue with the... Oh, the heart. The heart stuff. Yeah. Which is slightly concerning. It is. Uh, but... It's still rare. Yeah, yeah, very rare. Yeah. So I don't know. You never I haven't know. I mean, yet. hey, listen. You know, twelve years from now, we get this vaccine. You know, you know, our balls might fall off. One thing know. that I don't really like is that now Fauci says that he once again wants to change the definition of things. They're gonna change it. Remember, I said mentioned this. I think a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Look, when the booster comes out, they're gonna say no, no, no. Now you need all three shots to be, to be considered fully, fully vaccinated. vaccinated. Yeah. And that's what he said yesterday. Yeah. So. I mean, it's all about power and control there. You know, people have to make their own decision whether or not they think that a booster is a good choice for them. I'm yeah. deciding that right now. Don't Same really here. know. Same don't really here. know either way. So, well, they're talking. I mean, I already had it, so I I don't know if I need one. And I'm already. If back I was in your situation, I'm not sure that I would. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. You know, when I was sick last week, I was almost hoping that I would test positive for COVID because then I would have the natural immunity. Yeah. You know, that would have been nice. Yeah. I would have, I would have been happy with that. And then I wouldn't yeah. have needed the booster. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get it anyway. But the, the thing is, like, the natural immunity is still the best protection. It probably of anything. is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Of all of it. Yeah. Any of the vaccines, any of it. Yeah. It is still the best protection. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, a little bit of midterm talk here. You wrote about this story today. What's yeah. uh, the Democrats' secret oh, weapon? I can't believe that yeah. people think that this is like an actual thing. Kamala Harris mm-hmm. is go- is considered the game changer for Democrats for the twenty twenty uh, for the for the midterms. Ironic. And I'm just like, what? She has worse approval ratings than Biden. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter because she, okay, she's going to go to areas where the Democrats are going to win anyway. What about the competitive house races? In she ain't popular there. So, no, it, it's I mean, mind-boggling. It, it, it's, I mean, honestly, she's the worst. I mean, she's failed at every single task she's been given. Her her laughing, her nervous tick is immensely off-putting. Her her her, her office is staffed by idiots. I mean, I I just, I just don't understand why they think that. Oh, cuz she energizes the liberal base. Okay, that's fine. The liberal base is going to vote for Democrats in the most right. Democrat congressional districts ever. I'm talking about 
the most competitive house races. And remember, they only have a four-seat majority. Oh, yeah. In the swing districts, yeah. people hate her. Yeah. Nobody likes her. People hate her more than they hate Biden. Yeah. And they're hating Biden quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, Biden and, is underperforming by, like, double digits in, in the competitive house oh, yeah. right now. That's private polling. That's probably going to come out in, in, in more mm-hmm. national polling pretty soon. Well, it's ironic to me because we're getting a lot of these new maps now coming out. Yeah. And a lot of there, – there's a lot of consternation on the right of, oh, well, the Republicans aren't going far enough in their, you know, redrawing of the maps uh, and the gerrymandering. Uh, and to that, I have two things to say. One, you can't go far enough that it's going to get sued and overturned because then you end up with what happened in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And the Democrats get to come in with an alternate map, and they and usually win out. And then you get f***ed, right? Yeah. You have to go just far enough yeah. to avoid the lawsuits. And the other thing is that the maps that are coming out are still good for us. Yeah. They're net gains. And at the end of the day, That's if Biden's approval rating is what it is now... The Democrats are going to get trounced. Yeah. We're going to pick up 30 to 40 seats. Yep. You know, yep. like that's... We could retake the Senate, too. It very possible. We could retake very the possible. Senate. Very possible. So, you know, I, I don't like to hear all this complaining right now because yeah. the gerrymandering thing... And also, at the end of the day, those people that are doing the gerrymandering, they have their self-interest mm-hmm. in mind. Mm-hmm. And they want to protect their district. Yep. And they want to protect their state house districts. Yep. You know, so... There's a lot of there's a lot of moving. There's a lot of moving parts here. Yeah, a lot of moving yeah. parts. And so. the further you go on the gerrymander, the more legally susceptible it is. Yeah, uh, we've seen it time and time again. We saw it yeah. here in Virginia. Yeah, we got yeah. by that. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, that cost us the state house, oh the God. state senate. We had a super majority. Literally cost us we had the state a super senate. majority. Yeah. It's yeah. how we were able to keep McAuliffe in check. Yeah, it's how McAuliffe was able to be more business minded. Yep. and not go on Medicaid expansion and like that. Well, we're going to talk more about McAuliffe in a second. <laughs> yeah. What's going on over at CNN? Oh, it's like a bashing of rapists? Yes. Well, allegedly. Well, allegedly. And not rape. Of, okay, not rape. Maybe, maybe sexual misconduct. Maybe sexual misconduct. <laughs> you know, we have Jeffrey Tubin who's jacking off in front of staffers on a Zoom call. Well, that's factual. That that's happened. That's fa- yeah. That happened. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, Chris Cuomo sexually harassed a former ABC News executive. Which is also, which is also true. Yeah. Uh, he apologized for it. It happened 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, CNN CNN's didn't fire very, him. Yeah, didn't fire him. They're very quiet about it. Mm-hmm. And now we have Don Lamont. This is the worst one Don to me. Lamont, yeah, Don Lamont was apparently groping, uh, you know, uh, a, a male bartender, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh, he likes uh, the young boys. Likes, yeah, was asking to see, like, or vagina. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm actually paraphrasing the, mm-hmm. the docket here. And uh, now that the COVID pandemic has uh, kind of, you know, decreased in intensity, it's going to trial. That's mm-hmm. why it was put on hold. Yeah. Not good. And, uh, you know, facts matter, right? Well, these are the facts. Yeah. A, uh, some of their top talent are... Little questionable. Sexual defense. Little questionable, yeah. <laughs> um, we have uh, an ABC interview with Barack Obama. Yeah. Uh, another thing that mm-hmm. I actually agree with Barack Obama on. Yeah, well, he, what did he do? Oh, Obama's against open borders. And mm-hmm. he trashed Biden saying that it's unsustainable and he can't do it. And ABC, of course, edited that, that out. Cut it out. Huh. Cut it. It's online. Yeah. The the print, the article about the interview includes that. But the video does but not. But the video does not. Yep. So. I know. I wanted to play a clip of yeah. this, and then they decided to take it out. Yeah. So. Um, uh, good, uh, good on um, Jackie Henrik. Yep. I believe. Is that, is that how you pronounce her? Henrik? Fox News? Henrik? 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 She was the one that basically played the whole, read the whole transcript. Yep. So that's. Maybe one of two things. Yep. Because I agree with Obama on the drone strikes. I thought that was a good program. Except when it came to killing Americans, but whatever. Well, that one American. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
We also now have Biden trying to, again, end the Remain in Mexico policy, which even though it was just upheld by a federal court, he thinks that he can end it again. I think the Supreme Court also said he has to reinstate that. No, there was yes? a federal appeals court. Oh, federal It could appeals go up court. to SCOTUS. Okay. It, it could go up to SCOTUS. But yeah. here's the thing. They don't have control over the border now as it is. No, it's a, it's a nightmare. If they end that, forget it. Forget it. I mean, we already well, have un- overpasses like with hordes of people. Yeah. We got Haitians all over the, the place. The September number is going to be well north of 225. Oh, my which God. Which will be that a record high for recent times. Oh, my God. And October and November, now that the summer's over, they're going to be even worse. It's going to be even worse. We're, we're it, actually, ironically, we're going to need the f***ing whips yeah. to keep things since in order the, down there. I think since the election, we're talking something about like perhaps two to two and a half million illegals. And that's just the ones we've caught, okay? And keep that in mind when these f***ing liberals in this reconciliation bill are talking about mass amnesty. Thank God the parliamentarian said no. Yeah, said no way. Yeah, thank God for that. But but, but there's so many. We're bringing back the the concentration camps. We're bringing back the cages Mm -hmm. that Obama built. I'm just waiting for AOC to cry about, you know, them drinking out of toilets again. Yeah. We're well, there. also, can we stop like talking about these numbers of illegals as like in this country as eleven million? Because yeah. we've been using that number since the second term of Bush. Okay? I would say like since Clinton, that number yeah. hasn't really changed. So we're since talking the Barbara Jordan we're, Commission. We're talking well over thirty million illegals now Ooh, in the United baby. States. Yeah. Ooh, baby. And Democrats would prefer that you ignore all of this uh, illegal immigrants at the border and violent crime rising around you at massive rates. Uh, the murder increase last year was nearly 30%, the largest statistical increase in the entire time that the FBI has been tracking those those murders. Maybe uh, if the FBI wasn't so busy manufacturing fake evidence of Russian collusion, they could probably get on this. Yeah, well, you well, know, they also haven't found Brian Wondry yeah. either. You know Dog the Bounty Hunter is going to find him first. I think and so. And it's going to be yeah. absolutely humiliating. Yep. These people, the FBI has all this technology, all this surveillance, the satellites and everything, and mm-hmm. they can't find this f***ing guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, also at the border, uh, House Democrats now blocked mandatory COVID testing for illegal immigrants because they don't want us to know how many illegals are coming in with COVID. It's a lot. It's quite a bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, Hunter Biden. Yeah, still owns that 10% stake in the uh, cre- in that private equity firm that, yep. he, that he and the, I believe, the kids of John Kerry are involved in. Remember, we were told that that yeah. was sold. April, of we 20, told. April 2020, it was, it, was, it was reported they were going to disinvest it has not happened. It will not happen. Yep. There's no reason for him to do so because the liberal media doesn't care. So, oh, and remember the Biden laptop? Yeah, absolutely Politico true. now says... Absolutely true. Yep. Months later. Yep. We all knew this, but months later, now they admit yep. that, that it's no longer a distraction. So I'll NPR can eat... Remember NPR was like, yep. we, don't, we don't waste time on, on non-news stories that are distractions. Well, eat I'll tell you, you know, Biden's presidency is rapidly collapsing. Even last night at the congressional baseball game here in D.C., which is basically exclusively attended by Washington, D.C. establishment swamp insiders. You got booed, uh, right? Booed badly. Yeah. yeah, listen to this clip. Boot. I the, mean, he would just say, they're saying, boo, yeah, I didn't. Boo, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone has, everyone, everyone wants to have sex with me. That's not what f- Joe Biden means. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he need because think of it, he's done nothing. 
Yeah. It's been almost a year. The vaccines were a Trump initiative. He's done nothing. It's which is why I'm surprised he's kind of like not as aggressive in trying to get some spending bill passed. He just seems to be like Well, no, he like, is being aggressive. They just I, don't really? have the votes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, behind yeah. the scenes for sure. And the White House is for sure being aggressive. They well, just don't is have it the votes. him or is it Ron Klain being aggressive? All of them. Yeah, Ron Klain, Jen Psaki, all of them. Yeah. They don't have the votes. And and Cinema and Mansion are not caving, which That's good. really is surprising. That's good. It's surprising to me. But we'll see what happens. Don't count our chickens before they hatch. That's yeah, true. Um, it could be something that happens at 3 in the morning. Exactly. Right? That's exactly what will happen. Here in Virginia, Democrat Terry McAuliffe, corrupt Terry, he had quite a thing to say about... Uh, parents overseeing what their children are being taught in schools. Listen oh to this play. And I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually take books out and make their own decisions. You vetoed it. So, yeah, I stopped the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. I don't yeah. think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Oh, that's really going to uh, play well with the suburban voter right there. Well, you know, it's surprising to me that he would make such a uh, unforced blunder, yeah. and I think it's going to play a huge role here over the next month leading up to this yeah, election. That's so, bad. That's actually, that, that's actually you know, really bad. And even in the most liberal of polls, Terry is still only up like five to six. Yeah. Oh, so. did you see, Joe is underwater here. Yeah. This is one if, of the most—I mean, Joe won this state decisively. And if turnout, you know, goes in one direction, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but yeah. if the Democrat turnout is lower or they just stay home and don't vote for Terry— and the Republican turnout is high because the Republican base here, even though not very large, is energized. Yeah. And he gets those independents because of things like this. Yeah. It could very well be an upset. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm not. I, Me either. I, I still Me either. think Youngkin's going to lose by four to six. But Very possible. But for the first time of this entire race, yeah. I do see a small opening. For a potential threading of a needle. Yeah. So we'll see. We got time. I mean, well. More important to me yeah. would be that we win two state Senate seats back and take at least, you know, just that little sliver to stop yeah. these bull bills from being passed. Lastly, one story here from Virginia, a story from my alma mater of George Mason University. Kamala Harris endorsing a George Mason student's anti-Semitic rant. And this came from one of the anti-Israel terrorist sympathizer students there who I fought so hard against when I was there at that school. Uh, take a listen to this clip of this student saying things about Israel. And all through this, Kamala Harris standing and nodding in favor. I see that over the summer, there have been like protests and demonstrations in astronomical numbers standing with Palestine. But then just a few days ago, there were funds allocated to continue backing Israel, which hurts my heart because it's an ethnic genocide and the displacement of people, the same that happened in America, and I'm sure you're aware of this. And I bring this up also because of the issue of how Americans are struggling because of lack of health care, public health care, lack of affordable housing, and all this money ends up going to um, in funding Israel and backing Saudi Arabia and whatnot. And I think that um, the people have spoken very often in what they do need and I feel like there's a lack of listening and I just feel like I need to bring this up because it affects my life and people I really care about's lives and this is just something I have to bring up. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did and again this is about the fact that your voice, your perspective, your experience, your truth should not be suppressed. I mean that's insane. Yeah, that's that's just. Well, you insane. know, I've told you stories about that. Oh, stuff. dude, I, I, oh my god, I, I, these people. And, and the reason why I was laughing is because I remember the, 
the, when you ran the radio station there, you called you called the guy a terrorist. Yeah, face. they're terrorists. They're terrorists. Well, you're just a terrorist. They're terrorists. You know, and I'm sick of these people, <sighs> the, these uh, anti-Israel people, because they just love yeah. you know these Palestinians and these terrorists. Yeah. And I'm sick I will of it. say, you know, Dickinson, we never had that. I mean, we never had the yeah. we never had the Israel apartheid bench from that and whatever the well, remember that that what, what the was it an organization uh, student organization students against Israeli apartheid. yeah that, that that's yeah. the one yeah let me tell you oh the, my God. Uh, there's a lot of Muslims at George Mason oh I, yeah and sure. they oh, are I'm, I'm talking like I, I, oh, I saw some burkas there yeah for sure there's for definitely sure. like it's like there's ISIS. a lot of extremism yeah, there. oh yeah, yeah for sure yeah. and I fought against that when I was there and yeah. it's gotten worse since I've been gone so yeah uh, that'll wrap up today's show. Uh, hopefully this little longer episode was good for you guys. Um, if you want to support us and you're listening to us here on Triggered, we know you'd love it uncensored. So if you want to help us fight back against Biden and his radical leftists who are destroying our country and get the uncensored version of Triggered, which not only removes the bleeps, but you get some uncut segments as well, mostly of Matt saying crazy things. It's not me. <laughs> yeah. And you get Kurt v- Kurt's VIP, Katie's, Matt's VIP, you can do so. Become a VIP member. Townhall.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code TRIGGERED to get 25% off your subscription. Thank you to all of you who are VIPs. We love you. We love you even if you're not. And if you can support us, we would be so appreciative. So that wraps up today's episode. We'll be back here on Tuesday for another episode of TRIGGERED. Of course, if you'd like to reach out, TRIGGERED at townhall.com. And we will see you on Tuesday. Later. Later.